It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. Life's better with American Family Insurance. Because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit amfam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Underestimated yet incredibly capable, this is the life of the underdog. Inspired by Andrew's journey and brought to life by legendary designer Black Oni, the Underdog Collection is a statement and an expression of perseverance and confidence for all underdogs. Check out the Underdog Collection at andrew-alliance.com forward slash merch. That's andrew-alliance.com forward slash merch. What's up, guys? Andrew here. And in this video, we talk with Ali, the lead product manager at PDP and... Victrix. We also talk about the gaming controller, the Gambit Victrix controller. We also talk about the headset as well. Enjoy. So, Ali, what's up? Uh, welcome to the show. How are you, man? Good, good. Feeling good, man. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. To, I'm so excited because uh, there's two products that we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about the controller, and we're go- also going to talk about the headset that uh, your team recently released. Victrix, and I'm excited for the things that you're doing. I love the controller and the headset. I've been checking them out. I did the drop for the unboxing for the controller. Also have one prepped for the headset as well. So just wanted to give you a little background on that, what I've been doing. And a lot of comments have been coming through that particular video that I put up on YouTube uh, for the controller about, you know, stick drift this and how is the controller? Are the buttons click? Are they clack? And things like that which I answered most of those already, but let's talk about you a little bit and then we'll go into the product stuff. So so how are you? And um, I'm aware that you've been gaming uh, for a while and you've competed, which which is dope. So talk <laughs> a little about your background. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I'm a hardcore gamer. I've been playing video games since I was a kid. You know, I was born in 87, so I grew up through the arcade scene in the 90s. Uh, loved it. You know, I used to play a lot of Marvel's Capcom at the arcades that was my main game uh also played a lot of mortal Kombat and street fighter at the arcades for many years and then you know when it got to super nintendo and genesis stuff like that okay, so yeah okay. i've been playing my whole life uh and then in 2009 I, that's when i started kind of taking it a little bit more seriously uh that's when street fighter uh 4 came out so it was a big kind of break from street fighter and it just launched so uh, i started competing in, at evo in 2009 and since then i've been trying to enter as many tournaments as i can uh mainly for fighting games like mortal Kombat, street fighter killer instinct um but i also do love fps games as well so uh games like warzone i've been playing pretty heavily uh i have about over 400 wins in that game i got them pretty quick i was like in the top one percent at one point for win ratio so i was pretty proud about that uh but yeah that's no, I just, hardcore man <laughs> yeah no, I, I definitely grind in the games i mean i uh i play at least three to four hours a day um 
I do have twins on the way though, so uh, yes. they're due in December. Thanks. So trying to play as much as I can until they come. So uh, that's awesome. Yeah, no, no that's gaming. awesome, man. So definitely a hardcore gamer. Uh, I don't consider myself myself hardcore based on what you uh -huh. just said. Okay, <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm just one who loves you know Destiny and and some of the looter shooters out there like Division Two and mm -hmm. and of course uh, we have a debate going on for. Uh, Battlefield 2042, which I, I want to check that out at some point. But aside from all those things, man, I'm excited about this controller. Okay, so I am. I'm trying to figure out how I wanted to ask you some of the questions because it feels like to me the uh, the Afterglow controller was almost like a prelude to this controller, right? It, it's mm -hmm. that's that's the vibe that I kind of got. I could be completely wrong on there, but talk to us about. Uh, the controller itself and and the two year uh, development that it took to get here with the controller. Yeah, for sure. So you know, as I said, we we're all hardcore gamers at Victrix. We play a lot of shooters, uh, especially. Um, so it just in our kind of plethora of SKUs that we have, we have the headset, which is our esports headset. We had the team amp. Uh, then we had our fight stick, which is by far was is my favorite product before the gambit you know, stuff launched. Um, and then the next step for us was for sure to have a controller. So when we looked at that, we wanted to make it a very premium esports focused controller. And we knew that FPS is, is one of the main games you want to have that kind of pro controller built for. Um, so just a ton of R and D, you know, I've tested, I can't even tell you how many controllers I've tested in two years. And, you know, you basically find these controllers, you see what's great, what's not so great and see how you can improve on those. Uh, controllers. We did get some inspiration from the Afterglow. It is one of our best-selling mm. uh, SKUs for the PDP line, so we definitely took some some good from that as well. Um, especially little kind of Easter egg stuff on there. But um, but yeah, with this controller, we just wanted to make sure it had the essentials. You know, you have you have to have the back buttons, you have to have hair trigger mode, um, sniper stick. But how do we make that a little bit better? And I heard you talk kind of about stick drift. So one little thing, you know, I have the controller actually here. Uh, we made sure to make the actual joysticks very light um, just because on a lot of other competitors, the joysticks are a little heavier than, you know, and just in general, they're kind of heavy. So over time you do, you know, you do lose tension and the spring kind of gets loose and then you will get occasional kind of drift. It's, it's natural to have it in a controller, but when it's heavy up top, it'll kind of sway a little bit more, you know? So we took that into consideration to make these super light. And, and that's just kind of little things like that we did on the whole controller as a whole to kind of, you know, people who game and they, they really are hardcore gamers, they'll they'll see these little nuggets that we put in here and they'll be like, okay, I understand why these guys did this and that. Um, even little things like the ergonomics when you hold it, it feels super flush in your hand. And, you know, like the match silencer, which is our silicone, we thought, you know, would people really touch it as much as we would hope? And we said, yeah, because it's an Xbox layout. So when you hold it like an Xbox layout, you're actually touching more of the inside of the controller as opposed to when you're kind of more in a Sony layout, you're kind of having that gap. You can see I have a gap right here, you know, but when you're on the Xbox position, you're kind of more snug. So it's really little things like this that we took two years to kind of think about. No, I, I like that. You know? I like that because uh, these are the details that people are going to be asking uh, in the comments mm -hmm. and, th and things of that nature. Uh, so a couple of things that, that you had mentioned when we last talked, 
the the uh, the laser engraving machine. Can you talk a little bit about that, and then we'll get into uh, the con- uh, more controller stuff. Yeah, so it's a it's an awesome thing we have. So a lot of fight sticks, um, you know. Fans out there want to put their R on their fight stick. A uh, fight stick, usually when you buy it, you have it for at least five years. So you want to personalize it and make it your own. Um, and most fight sticks kind of have a plexiglass top. So a lot of guys will go to Kinko's. You know, they do their, like, their graphics on their computer, go to Kinko's, get a printout of it, and then have to put it over the plexi. With us, it's cool because we have an aluminum chassis on our fight stick. So you, we literally can laser engrave like a line art design that you like. And it's like a tattoo. It, it, it's it's quick. It, it's like about less than a minute, and it's there for life. You don't have to worry about plexiglass or screws and all this stuff. It's just instant. And we don't charge anything. You know, the the laser engraver costs us about ten grand, and we take it to every event we go to, even Japan. So I mean, hauling that thing from you know San Diego to Japan, it's it's a pain, but we I know the imagine. fans love it. Um, so yeah, so basically if you have a Victrix stick, whether you bought it at the booth or Amazon or our website, we'll laser engrave it for free for you. So it's been a, a huge hit. I encourage anyone watching this to, to check it out on YouTube or just search it on Google, you know, Victrix laser machine. It's, it's some pretty cool videos. It's, it's, it's awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. Another thing I remember in the, uh, the presentation you guys, uh, did, you had a, a screen that showed input latency and then console, uh, console PC, and then display latency. Talk about what that is for the individuals who are playing the game. So now this is getting a little bit more technical for individuals who don't really care about those things, but I think it's needed, a uh, conversation that is needed, because um, speed matters, right, and, mm-hmm. and those things. So talk about that a little bit. Yeah, so obviously it's just speed matters. So there's things that we can control as the player. You know, you can control, like, your monitor. Your monitor has lag. Your, so you can get a you know gaming monitor as opposed to playing on a TV that could help you with speed. Another thing is also your peripheral. Your you know your controller can have different type of lag. The console has its own input lag as well, which is every four milliseconds it kind of picks up an input from you. So with us, what you can control is obviously the monitors and then the controller. So we designed our controller to have two cores, so it's our dual core technology. So basically you have one core that focuses solely on the action buttons, the, the joysticks, the thumbsticks, triggers, the stuff like that. Um, and then another core just for the audio because most controllers have a single core and when you you know mix in chat and audio with the action buttons, it can kind of bog down the speed. Um, so with us, we have the two cores, so they work individually and you get that lowest latency possible. And that just basically helps you with, you know, on fighting games, if you have one frame combos, it helps you with executing those moves quicker. You have a kind of a bigger window per se, because your latency is lower. Um, and then with shooters, you know, a lot of 50, 50 challenges. If you have that speed advantage, you might get that shot off first before your opponent does. So it, it definitely helps. Yeah, I'm trying to play the conversation we had in our minds. There was one screen that you showed. I believe you said that you were the bison on on the left, and then mm-hmm. the cami was doing a roundhouse, and you were doing a a fierce punch. Was that was that the yeah. thing? Yeah. So, yeah. so what was going on with that? What was going on with that? Yeah. So that was a tournament at final round as a Capcom Pro Tour event. Um, it was kind of last hit wins. And we we're kind of similar, close together. I threw a fierce, heavy punch with Bison, and it was a Karen player threw a roundhouse kick, and it was at the kind of the same time. And I ended up getting the counter hit, which means I got the hit off first, and that was the last hit to win the game. And that was using the the Victrix Pro FS fight stick, uh, which you know is arguably the fastest fight stick we have uh, in the market compared to other 
competitors. And it's cool because a lot of our a lot of pros out there use the Victrix ProFS, and it's helped us build a lot of credibility amongst our fans because they see, hey, these top pros are using the Victrix ProFS to compete in, you know, thousands of dollars tournaments, hundreds of thousands of dollars in some cases, who knows, you know. Um, so it, it definitely showed that we have that speed advantage there. And that was one kind of example like you talked to, which helped me in my, my situation. That's oh, awesome. Cool. That's awesome. So form factor. So the, uh, the, jo- the joysticks are, are bigger. Okay. So mm-hmm. is, what is, so the technology is the same as the one from the fight sticks, but what happened with the form factor uh, for the dev side of things, right? Because the control is definitely smaller. So can you walk us through that mm-hmm. a little bit? Yeah, so with our with our fight stick, we have a very ergonomic slope. There's a few things with a fight stick that's really important. Weight's super important. You have the right weight because you usually play on your lap. Um, and then also we have a slope uh, right up right below the uh, joystick and the action buttons, kind of for your wrist to kind of lay on. So we did a ton of R and D studies on that slope and the ergonomics of the fight stick, and we did heavy R and D uh, studies on the controller as well. So as I mentioned, it's kind of a sleeper feature I'd say on the controller, but when you do get a chance for you know anyone out there who gets the controller, you can it it really is flush like with your hands. There's not a, there's like no kind of gaps when you hold the controller, um, and that's something we just did a ton of studies on because obviously these are made for pros and people that want to game for eight hours a day. So we want to make sure not only with the headset and controller, everything is just super comfortable for a long gaming session. So interesting that you mentioned uh, the flush thing. Um, And I know you mentioned it earlier. Uh, Someone asked in one of the comments, they said, uh, when I hold the controller, um, my, how are my fingers placed in the back? Are my, is my middle finger and ring finger like uh, curved with it? (laughs) And I was like, yeah, absolutely. Like it's just, it's Uh, spot on. Right. So it's like the questions that I didn't, I guess, foresee to show up, you know, mm-hmm. after the unboxing, all these questions are coming up. I'm like, wow, these people are like, are really trying to find every <laughs> single precise yeah. piece for, for the advantage, right? Or for the ultimate mm-hmm. advantage for. So I thought that was, that was pretty dope. Yeah. Uh, so- even the, even the, sorry, the triggers. So we have these kind of longer, we call them like duck fin triggers. Um, we did that on purpose too. So when you do hold it, you kind of have, you know, certain people, like certain controllers are kind of more narrow and you have a kind of a smaller spot to fire, you know, when you're shooting. We wanted to make it very ergonomic. So it's kind of a longer duck fin. So you, and it curves towards your finger. So you get a nice kind of crisp shot. And then, as you said, when I hold it, yeah, my uh, middle and ring finger are on the on the back pedals. Exactly. I know my on. camera's it's spot on. Yeah, no, I see but, it. No, we, yeah. we're good. We're good. <laughs> it, it's spot on. And I think that uh, the other thing, too, especially with the triggers, uh, some individuals tend to use it for leverage, right? Uh, d- mm-hmm. Depending on how long they've been playing. So it's almost like you're actually taking the fatigue and you're transferring it to your hands and your fingers on the top of the triggers for leverage, especially if you're, you know, laying down for a long time, waiting for the perfect snipe or whatever it is that you're doing. So sometimes mm-hmm. we even use that for leverage uh, as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, the the console poll uh, every four seconds. Can you talk to us about that a little bit? Yeah, so it's basically the console, it's for every four milliseconds, it kind of reads like a, a window. So when you hit an input, it has four milliseconds to get that input and transfer it towards to the game. And it's kind of, uh, you know, or Naveen, our CMO, kind of mentioned it's like a train station. You know, the train comes to the station, and you have that four milliseconds. If you miss that train, you got to wait for the next one to come, which is every four milliseconds. Um, so with our controller, 
we make sure that you hit that four millisecond window every time. Some competitor controllers out there, there's so much latency involved that they miss that, that window. So the, the controller actually registers on the next four millisecond window that comes. So that's why you kind of have that lag, as people say, uh, on your on your input device or your controller. I, I appreciate that. So this is just random trivia. How many controllers sure. did you actually test as you're going through process, <laughs> how many did you go through? Yeah, I, I wish I could show you my bin. I have a like a <laughs> testing bin in my room, okay. and it's filled. I, it's sack twenty. It's twenty five. It's 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 up there. I'd say it's definitely wow. up there. Yeah, and we did a third party testing, you know, with a with a really credible lab. And we gave them just as many controllers as I tested as well. Um, we just want to make sure it's super fair, apples to apple testing what we did, and get all of the major players involved and you know major brands and stuff like that. So that's awesome. Um, that's awesome. Yeah. So a couple of things. Uh, Vitrix uh, is eight times faster wired, right? That's one <laughs> of the things that that you guys mentioned. And then according to the particular chart that I saw, it was a two point four at the top and then 2.1 at the bottom. And one of the things that I was asking is, how is this not illegal, right? Because yeah. of the cheat code that you guys have patented, of course, right? Mm -hmm. And go to speak to that a little bit. Yeah, sure. So yeah, we, we claim that, you know, we state that we are the fastest licensed uh, controller, Xbox controller out there. <laughs> right. uh, and we from the from the data that we've we've shown, you know. Um, but we do follow the first party guidelines to a T, you know, for both, you know, Nintendo, Sony, Xbox, whoever we partner with, they have specific guidelines that we have to follow because we are third party, you know, third parties and they're our first party licensee. So uh, we have to fall within their threshold of their latency and their speed. We can't go, you know, faster than a certain speed that they want so yeah we're, we're legal in every way we're also tournament legal at like events like evo for our fight stick we made sure we're at the you know the legal requirements so yeah a couple of things that i have and then we'll move on to the actual headset so uh clutch sure. triggers right which you mentioned mm -hmm. um do you have any uh, other bits on that um yeah i mean just just to kind of show people five, okay, who might so have five not... points five points right is it exactly five or is it so let, let's touch on that. Sure, yeah. So there is five points. Um, there's kind of a, a dial inside that kind of has five notches in there. So when you hold the clutch trigger, you can depress the, the trigger here. And there's uh, kind of five stops, but we try, to, we try to make it feel kind of seamless. So whenever you do let go of the clutch, the trigger will kind of stay at wherever you, you left it originally. And then my favorite feature is you kind of do the click and it'll be in hair trigger mode. So you get that quick rapid fire. I always personally leave it on hair trigger mode. You know, I want the fastest advantage possible. I don't really play like racing games where you would need to kind of have it fully depressed. Um, but yeah, it's a patented feature that we have. It's called clutch triggers. Uh, and it's super cool. You know, most controllers out there have maybe two stops, three at best, we have five. So uh, we just try to make it very versatile, really tailored to the user, you know, give them the best advantage and the best comfort that they desire. Yeah, another note to add there, I believe you said that when you press it, even though it's half, it's still a full press according to the software. What was yes, that? So, yeah. so that's a good point. Thanks for bringing that up. So the cool thing is like the racing game I was bringing up, uh, say you put it to 50% travel, even though physically it's at 50%, 
the firmware that we have will still give it a zero to a hundred value. So when you're playing the race car game, it's not going to just be chugging at fifty percent throttle. It'll still have that hundred uh, percent gas. So that's kind of the cool thing that we have. Some controllers don't have that feature. So you, yeah, you put it at half, but you're kind of chugging along. With us, Absolutely. it's always going to have zero to a hundred. Absolutely. So, so appreciate you mentioning that uh, mm -hmm. customizations. We'll touch on that, and then. Uh, Dolby Atmos will touch on that. So customizations, let's talk about uh, faceplates, uh, the, the the different components that you have uh, to offer. Yeah, sure. So uh, we have 14 swappable components. Um, you can kind of see right now, I, I just took off the D-pad. We have a diamond D-pad, which I like. It's super comfortable. We have a traditional D-pad as well. Uh, the faceplate kind of just comes right off. And then we have a silicone one, which is our match silencer, which I, I love. You know, it's the one I mainly use because it just feels good and it is very silent. And then uh, we have the sniper stick, regular stick. This is also comes in a uh, convex shape as well. And it's really easy. You just kind of pop it out and you can swap all the parts, even the back paddles. Uh, this is the four paddle. You can kind of see there's four. And then you can easily, there's a switch here to take this off and put two if you like that as well. Uh, and then one thing is, the gates so we have a circular gate right here but you can pop these off from the back and put an octagonal gate and that's the octagonal is more for um, fighting games so traditional arcade sticks have either a square gate or octagonal um, so we want to kind of offer that in a controller so if you're playing games like street fighter a character like guile has a charge for a sonic boom usually you hold like back or down back so the octagonal gate will help in a situation like that so awesome. lots of cool things i mean we have the carrying case as well and you know so some of the things i've read was been positive is they couldn't believe it's under a hundred dollars you know you get the case you get the parts everything for under a hundred bucks so we were surprised we didn't think we could do it and we did but yeah it's it's been cool reading the reviews so far and, and seeing it's, it's the reactions sleeper. It's it's definitely yeah. a sleeper. Uh, so uh, Dolby Atmos is lifetime, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so, so lifetime. Talk about that, and then the software. And go ahead. Yeah, sure. So Dolby Atmos, um, just kind of what it is is, you know, obviously it's an audio solution, and for a controller, you might think not think that's very important, but you know, it, audio is very very important, especially in games like Call of Duty. So with Dolby Atmos, what it is is basically it's a surround sound feature but it's object-based surround sound. So say you have um, you know, footsteps behind you or a gunshot, it'll recognize those objects and amplify the sound. So what that does is basically helps you with the spatial distance. So when I hear someone on my back right, it's like, okay, is he 10 meters away, 20 meters away? With Dolby Atmos, you'll be able to see or hear, sorry, that spatial distance. So you can kind of better equip yourself whether you want to engage or flank or you know, what you want to do. So, and it is lifetime. Uh, you can, you know, you can purchase it on Xbox if you'd like or on PC, but it's a subscription and it, it, I believe it lasts two years only when you buy it. With us, it comes built in for life. So you simply just input the um, device into the Xbox or the PC. You can download the Dolby app and it'll recognize that you have the Victrix Gambit controller. So it's tied to the controller for life. You, it's not tied to an account. You can take it anywhere on the go. And as long as you download the app and plug it in, you'll have Dolby. So a really awesome. cool unique feature that we partnered oh, yeah. dolby with on and the <laughs> price though the price is yeah <laughs> it's it's I mean, it's amazing to see that because one of the things that i was uh, sharing with my co-host i said um when it comes to these controllers now we're at a um 
a place where most of these have to be modular controllers, right? Because mm -hmm. we want to have different ways to play the games that we play. So seeing seeing you cut into a price point uh, the way you have with so much so much value, I think that people will. Well, I'll say this: do not overlook this value. Okay, I have it here. It's fantastic. Do not overlook this value because there's a lot of value in this particular package. Uh, anything that you want to touch on that I missed uh, for the controller stuff before we move on to the headset? No, I mean you 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 hit all the good points. I mean it, it, to your point, you know, value, you know, honestly, you know, like you said, I get a ton of controllers to test. I get, you know, $200 controllers, $300 controllers, under 100 and I, I'm, honestly, I still use the Gambit controller over those premium ones. It's it just, for me, like I said, the person, the, the, how it fits in your hand, how it feels, and the speed just keeps me using it, you know, because when you test so many things, you kind of want to mix it up or you get bored, but... I always still end up using it. And like you said, for under hundred bucks, when, when we were hit with that goal as product managers, we were like, there's no way, you know, how are we going to do this? But yeah, it, it's great value for $99. Absolutely. So, absolutely. Now yeah. you guys did a fantastic job on that. Uh, so the next thing is the Victrix uh, Gambit headset. Uh, so um, definitely uh, the price point on that with the value that you're giving is amazing as well, especially the, the $300 uh, package that you have for a headset right now um, versus uh, this particular product. So talk to us a little bit about that, and um, we'll, we'll go from there. So so how's sure. the headset? Yeah, so the Gambit headset, I'm actually wearing it right now. Uh, I got another one here just to kind of show you guys. Um but the cool thing with this, is, as you alluded to, is most of our products, our Victrix Pro line, is $300 and above. You know, our headsets are $300, our fight sticks are $350, some are $400. And uh, when we we're going to all these tournaments, we started selling our shirts and our, our hoodies as well. And people, we were selling out of these. And I was seeing a lot of people, you know, wear our stuff, but some people weren't buying the products. And I kind of talked to them and said, hey, you know, what's going on with the product side and like, Oh, I love the headset. I love the fight stick. I just can't afford it yet. I'm saving up to get that, you know, on my next paycheck and stuff like that. So we thought a lot about that and said, you know, this is made for pros and esports, but why can't we just use that same tech? And instead of having the high grade, you know, aluminum, like we do in our pro line, have more of a standard ABS plastic, lighter weight chassis and call it the Gambit line. So that's essentially what the Gambit line is. It's having that pro line technology that we have in the Victrix Pro line, uh, but bringing it down to like a more affordable price for what we call our prosumers, you know, maybe people that want to be a pro one day or, you know, hardcore gamers that kind of want a better value overall, you know, great value. So that's how the headset was kind of born. So it has pro AF features. It has the Cobra attack mic helicopter from the headset. It has things like the split headband cushion, uh, the 50 millimeter drivers, which, you know, most headsets have 40. Um, and then we really just looked at all the features and made sure it's the comfortable and lightweight. Um, one of the biggest features is lightweight. When we did a lot of research with the pros out there, we thought it was, might be sound, but they said, no, you know, the best thing I look for in a headset is comfort so uh this is a very light headset 301 grams and we did a heavy r d with things like the clamp force the depth of the ear cushions the acoustic cavity shape you know there's some headsets out there where the acoustic cavity your ear cartilage actually touches a little bit of it and 
it's a very sensitive part of your ear. So even after an hour, you will feel fatigue. So as we talked about R&D in the controller, we did ton of ergonomic R&D in the headset as well. Uh, so wireless, so wired mode, right? Yes. So, um, you know, it's our first wireless headset we have in the line, which is great. You know, our other pro F uh, AF headsets are wired. Um, and this is for the convenience, you know, at home, you get to train at home. And then when you go to tournaments, every uh, tournament out there, you have to have a wired headset to compete in. So it does have a wired feature. There's kind of a, you know, just a, a jack here and it comes with an inline cable, a 3.5 millimeter with control. So you can kind of, you know, train at home at your own convenience wirelessly on the couch or whatever. And then once you go to that tournament, you can plug it in and, and be tournament legal. So pretty cool. Awesome. The controller offers USB type C because data flows through it, but the headset offers mini USB because there's no data flowing through it. Correct. I think that's what we talked about. Yes. So, so we obviously, you know, we want the best advantage we can. So with the controller, it is USB type C because data is passing through for the headset. We were debating that, but like, as we mentioned, we want to just give the best value to our consumer. And since it's strictly charging, there's nothing, no data going through it. No advantage with the USB type C. We felt like for this, Headset will just do the micro USB uh, charging because it's you know essentially the same. So awesome, awesome, and uh, flip to mute for the mic, correct? Yeah, that's actually a cool feature. So um, you know most headsets kind of have like a mute button on the back, and you gotta you gotta figure out which one's the mute button. And sometimes if it's emergency comes, like you saw maybe my dog running through or something, you kind of panic. With this, it's really easy. You just flip it up. It'll have a tone, and you know you're muted, and then you'll flip it down, and you're obviously unmuted. So just a really kind of easy way to see it. Also, our volume dial is super ergonomic and just kind yeah, of big smooth. dial. So, it's definitely Yeah, smooth, it's very yeah. smooth. Yeah. So we just try to make it very functional. Kind of if you notice, like, every button on here is kind of different, just so your muscle memory over time will feel it and know what it is. So That's awesome. Um, some cool – yeah, so just kind of going over that. We have the game chat dial. Uh, that's on the Xbox version to control that balance. We also have, you know, your standard power button and a mode button, which is pretty cool. So the mode button is the, uh, like, mic monitor. So uh, you can press it once to turn it off, press it again, two beeps is medium, and three beeps is high. Just to, It's kind of like a shout control feature so you don't, you know, yell when you're wearing the headset. So it's one of my favorite features. Awesome. I think a few more things and it will wrap. Uh, what is spectral sure. hearing? Uh, talk to us a little bit about that. And then we'll, yeah. we'll begin to wrap in a little bit. Sure. So spectral hearing is kind of the, um, the engineering that we did between the 50 millimeter drivers, the acoustic cavity, and the depth of the air cushions. It's kind of having that harmony, all three components, having that harmony to give you the best optimal sound. So like I mentioned, we did heavy R&D with like the clamp force and the comfort. We did the same heavy R&D um, with the acoustics. And, you know, that's what we kind of trademark as spectral hearing. That's awesome. That's awesome. And then, of course, um, for uh, Dolby as well, right? Yep. Yeah. So, you know, we, of course, we had to have the, for sound, we had to have the best sound options out there. So for the Xbox version, you do have Dolby Atmos. And it's very similar to the controller where you just plug in the USB uh, into your PC or your Xbox, download the app, and you'll have Dolby Atmos uh, for life as well. Same same how it's tied to the controller. That is for the Xbox version, though. Um, for the Sony version, we are compatible with Sony 3D audio for PS5. We thought that that was the best surround sound um, alternative 
to Dolby when we're doing a lot of our testing. There were some other ones we were looking at, but after some testing, we, we really felt the Sony 3D audio is very strong. So Awesome, awesome. And the price point for the headset is how much? Uh, it's $129.99. So uh, okay. it's much cheaper than what we usually offer, uh, but you still get the same great features. And it's wireless, which is, you know, it's obviously great not having any cords and cables and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I, I, I've been wearing this headset so much that I had to test a wired headset and I completely forgot. And I got up and my console almost fell. I was yeah, like, you, oh, you, my, you, oh, my. You, you did the thing, the, night, the nightmare. Uh, it's, it's, uh, yeah. yeah no, I, I had it on my controller and I, I just, my controller fell to the ground. I was like, oh, man. You know, I was like, oh, man. So, yeah, it's, so it's, it's nice having the wireless. What did we, we, did we miss anything for the headset? I want to make sure we covered everything on the headset. Anything that. Uh, um, no, I think, I think we hit all the points. Um, awesome. I think what I would say to the viewers, you know, people watching is that. Um, from the feedback I've gotten, all the testing, a lot of people have been amazed how light it is and how comfortable it is. Uh, we have people test this, not only, you know, the pros who tested for hours, we gave it to a lot of our coworkers who, you know, wear headsets all day for Microsoft on Microsoft teams within the office and stuff. And we've gotten really good feedback saying it's super lightweight. You can barely feel it. It feels like a cloud. So, um, that's kind of the two things I'd say for the controller, you can feel how, ergonomic and great it feels in your hand and with the headset how light and comfortable it really is on your head so that's awesome um, mm -hmm. no thank you thank you so much so where can they find you we're, we're done man where can they find you and where can they find uh victrix and everything that you guys have uh, to offer right now sure um so you can follow us at you know at victrix pro on uh, twitter and instagram uh, i believe on facebook as well uh, for me, I don't have too much crazy social media. Um, I just kind of, you know, support the brand and stuff like that. Um, but, you know, I think on Twitter, it's uh, xrobinhood11 is my Twitter. It's like an old one. I've, it's my old gamer tag I've had since I was young. You know, I just kind of, you know, have had it, haven't really lost it. So, <laughs> That's awesome. yeah. No, thank you. Thank you for your time, man. I appreciate everything. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for having me. I, I definitely appreciate it as well. And like I said, yeah, hope you enjoy all the products.